Welcome to the Compassionate Wellness Podcast. I'm Alex Trainer. I'm a nationally board certified health and wellness coach, and I am so excited you're here. The wellness industry is full of do's and do nots, shoulds and should nots, but I like to take a different approach. I'll be sharing all things health and wellness from a joyful, real life, compassionate perspective. If you're ready to drop the cookie cutter approach and create a life you truly love while eating a cookie or two along the way, let's dive in. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for our second episode. Today we are talking about the best place to start when making a lifestyle change. Usually when I start working with clients, they have a lot of goals. There's a lot of things they're excited about, they're ready to go. And when getting started, the first thing we typically ask will be, okay, where where do you want to start? Let's narrow it down, let's prioritize. And I would say most often the answer is, I, I don't know. And that's probably true. They may not know. Even without knowing what you want to start with, you can still choose. You don't need to know in order to get started. I want to share an experience that I had recently. I went down to Fremont Street in Las Vegas. If you have ever been to Fremont Street, you know that is an experience all of its own. There's nothing like it. But we went down there, we were trying to get home afterwards, and we were sitting in the parking garage. So I pull up Google Maps, put in my address, take me home. Google Maps was all kinds of confused. Didn't know where we were going, couldn't give me a route, was saying all kinds of weird things that didn't make sense to me. So we decided, okay, well, what do you do, right? We just, let's get out of the parking garage, see what happens. So we start looping down all the layers of the parking garage, navigating the maze that that is. And eventually, we get to the street level and pull out of the garage just enough where Google then does the recalculating thing and gives me a route and we're on our way. And so I want to just compare this because oftentimes when we are deciding where to start, what we do is we sit in that parked car waiting for the route to come, waiting to know, okay, what's the first step? Where do I need to go? Somebody tell me, right? And in order for us to find the right route, oftentimes we need to move the car. You have to move so that Google can find you and say, ah, I got it now. I see what we're doing. Let's recalculate. This is what we're doing. But without that movement, nothing changes. So the idea is that if we let this concept that we don't know the right, in air quotes, the right place to start, if we let that stop us from ever starting, we're not going to get anywhere. We stay stuck in that parked car. Perfection literally does not exist. I have never met somebody who says or who feels that they have a perfect health and wellness routine. I think it's just this figment of our imagination that there's this magic blueprint that one day will be downloaded into our brains and now, hey, I've got it. This is perfect. I know what to do. It's just not a thing. So I just want to say with this, you literally can't mess it up. So no choice is going to be wrong. So you can feel comfortable just picking one and just moving your car, getting out of the parking garage, and that route will recalculate for you. If this makes you nervous, let me see if I can calm your nerves just a little bit. Every lifestyle behavior, all those things you're wanting to accomplish, impact one another. So the American College of Lifestyle Medicine recognizes six pillars of lifestyle medicine. These are, I'll name them quickly, so nutrition, physical activity, stress management, sleep, social connection, 
and reducing risky substances. All six of those areas are usually where we have goals. I typically work with my clients on the first five. As we take a closer look at those six pillars, I just want to point out some of the different intersections and how they relate to one another. So with nutrition, when you are eating plants, when you are eating protein, whole grains, you have more energy to be physically active. We also know it improves our sleep, can improve our social connections. Oftentimes we let dieting rules, things like restriction or fear of certain foods, prevent us from going to social events. We, we avoid the night out with our friends or the movie because there's going to be buckets of popcorn. Physical activity is also important. It reduces our stress, improves sleep, builds social connections, especially if you're doing activities with somebody. Stress management improves our eating behavior, gives us more time and energy for activity, improves sleep quality, improves social connections. Sleep also improves our eating behavior, regulates those uh, appetite hormones, more energy to be active, better able to manage stress. Social connections are important to emotional resiliency. It also decreases our perceived stress, improves sleep. So you can really see that all of these different parts of lifestyle behavior just impact each other. They're all interconnected. When I was a kid, I loved going to the Discovery Museum. And I'm going to try to explain something. And I'm just praying that you know what I'm talking about because I'll be honest, I am not known for my skills with describing things. So (laughs) what there was at the Discovery Museum is this platform that you would stand on. And around the platform, there was essentially like a moat of bubble juice, bubble liquid, whatever you want to call it. In that liquid, there was like a hula hoop, like a bubble wand, but a big one, hula hoop sized bubble wand that was attached to a rope and a pulley system. And the rope came down like above the platform. So the idea, I'm really praying you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Maybe I can post a picture of it somewhere. The idea was you stand on this platform surrounded by the hula hoop in bubble juice, and then you pull the rope slowly and the hula hoop rises up. And because it's in the juice, it makes this bubble, basically like a bubble encapsulates you. So now you're like standing in a bubble. It was the coolest thing. Hopefully you had one at Discovery Museum that you went to because if you didn't, you were missing out. But it was awesome. Lifestyle habits really work like this hoop. So you do not have to be touching every part of that hoop for it to raise up to see improvement. All you need to do is pull one rope and that whole hoop is going to lift together. You don't have to change every aspect of your lifestyle to see improvements in health and wellness. What you need to do is pick one, focus on it, slowly work on that, And because they're all connected, your progress in that one area is going to make it easier to improve the others. So really, there is no right answer, right in air quotes, for where to start with improving health and wellness. You just pick one, you work on it slowly, and everything elevates together. With this, it's also really important to go slow. You may notice I had mentioned that. So with our bubble platform, if you yank on that rope... What happens is the hula hoop just flies up in the air, bounces off the top of the pulley system, sprays juice everywhere, and crashes back down. 
And I know the little boys like to do that, particularly the chaotic ones. They just yank that rope, juice everywhere. It was the whole thing. But it wasn't really the point of the experience. Anyways, when you pull that rope slowly, you literally got to be the stoked kid inside of a bubble. Like how legit is that? You are sitting in a bubble. It was the coolest thing. And it happens when you go slow and steady, which is also how we go about getting an enjoyable, functional, and sustainable health and wellness routine. So we know the importance of picking something, and we know there's not a right option. So how do we choose? I want to, first of all, just give you a impression that you can just choose. You could just say, this is the option and go for it. If you feel like you need some direction, if you're um, analytical, I'm an overthinker, so I resonate with this. I want to know the options and weigh the pros and cons. I'll give you five questions that you can ask yourself to help consider the options. First would be, what feels easiest? There's a lot of research on a concept called self-efficacy, which is your belief in your ability to make a change. And what that research tells us is that getting some wins under your belt inspires confidence and encourages us to keep going. So what feels easiest? What do you know you can accomplish? Get that win under your belt. Success is going to lead to more success. Show yourself that you can make a goal and you can follow through on it. And that will help get some progress going. The second question I would encourage you to consider is what's going to have the most impact? Which of those behaviors is going to have the biggest influence on you? Which one, when you pull that bubble rope, is going to lift the highest for you? The third question to consider, what are you most excited about? What sounds fun? Use that internal energy, that zest that you have for it. It is a whole lot easier to follow through on a goal that you like. Number four, what feels most urgent? If there's something that does feel pressing for you, that could be a good place to start as well. You clearly have some buy-in for that if it feels urgent. And number five, What do you have the most support around? Oftentimes we don't consider this, but support is really crucial to making a change, especially one that is sustainable, something that we can do long-term because having those rallied around us who have similar goals and similar ideas of what they're wanting to accomplish is so essential. So do you have a friend that you can go for a walk with? Do you have a coworker that does meal planning that maybe you guys could plan together. Use that support and consider where you have the most support. Whatever you choose, I'm going to encourage you to focus on one thing. This is a lot harder than it sounds. You don't need 18 goals in order to make a lifestyle change. You need one goal that you focus on that connects with everything else and encourages more and more change, and to get some wins under your belt, build that confidence and continue making progress. Sometimes we fall into that all or nothing thinking, right? That I'm gonna focus on this goal, this one's my priority, but in the back of my mind, I still wanna do all of these other things. So this is where I see a lot of the struggle with this. If your goal is to be more active, Please do not beat yourself up about your eating habits. That's not the goal right now. We're focusing on activity. With time, you can incorporate those eating habits. But when you're starting, pick one thing and don't beat yourself up for not being able to have 
a finger on every goal that you're wanting to accomplish. I know that is challenging, easier said than done, but that would be my encouragement for you. If you still need help figuring this out, there is a link in the show notes to book a call with me. I would love to talk it through with you, see what we can come up together. As always with this podcast, I would love to hear your feedback, your thoughts, any questions on this topic. Also, since this podcast is new for me and I am still trying to grow my coaching practice, if you could rate and review, share with a friend, anything that you you feel inclined to do would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this gives you some ideas on where you can get started, what the best, in air quotes, place to start is for you. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Compassionate Wellness Podcast. If this message resonated with you, please share it with someone you care about. I'd love to connect with you as well. Follow me on Instagram at alextrainer.coaching or visit my website, alextrainercoaching.com. And as a reminder, trainer is spelled kind of goofy. It's T-R-E-A-N-O-R. For any references mentioned in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes. I hope you have a wonderful day and don't forget to make time for something you enjoy.